Hi, I'm Christian Brindle with Christian Brindle Insurance Services. And I'm Glenn Shelton with Lead Heroes and Hire Heroes. And this is Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Let's talk about insurance. This is a show all about growing your business as an insurance agent and bringing you up-to-date marketing trends. We have great guests. We have sales experts. We'll talk about all things pertaining to senior insurance and other lines of insurance. We're trying to help you grow your business and we are excited that you are here to watch our content. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to like the episode, subscribe to any platform that you enjoy to listen on, make sure to leave a five-star review if it allows it, and we'll see you on the episode. We'll see you in there. What's up, everybody? Um, welcome to episode three of season four of Taco Tuesday, Let's Talk About Insurance. I'm joined with my co-host, Glenn Shelton. And hello, hello, some- hello. We've been bringing some fire episodes so far this been a year. Strong start. It's been I, a strong start. It's gonna be hard to top the the previous couple right. of episodes we've done, but we're right. gonna try. Um, so we're 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 talking about trademarks, right? Trademarks, um, which you know kind of includes branding, logo design, what you name your company, like this is kind of a conversation that's been happening and we feel like there's a lot that needs to be discussed. So we thought this would be a really great topic for today. So yeah. What are your, I mean, I guess let's start with, I'm going to start with a simple question is Christian Brindle insurance services. Is that trademarked? Is six figure Medicare. I don't even want to say because is six figure Medicare agent trademarked. No, none of it, none of it's trademarked. Um, Yeah. But but it's in the process of trademarking. Like we are working on that actually right now. So six, six and seven are being trademarked. I never thought we needed to trademark Christian Brindle Insurance Services, but maybe we do. I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm I'm in process as well. And it was something that I always kind of put off because I just wasn't really worried about it. But with everything that's been happening, I feel like, man, for such a small dollar amount in the grand scheme of things. If your business has any type of value, you'd kind of be crazy not to trademark it, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's, um, I mean, I think what really kind of brought the conversation full, you know, front and center was a situation that happened recently in the industry, right? It was two agencies kind of using the same name in their branding, in their marketing. One company had the trademark before the other. One was using it before the other, and they were essentially able to legally enforce the the cease and desist, if you will, of usage of the name. By the so, other question: agency. I have a question about the situation. Okay, so we know okay. we, we we already know kind of the the two agencies that are at play here. The one that had the trademark was also the older company as well, right? Yes, yes, okay. I believe so. Okay, so. Here's my understanding to you guys. Like I'm not, I'm going to preface this with saying I am not a lawyer. <laughs> this As is not legal. I. This is not legal advice. I am not a lawyer. This is entertainment purposes. This is, this is for entertainment value. Like, yes, I'm going to say all that. But my understanding of the law is that if Christian Brindle Insurance Services was a 10-year-old business and then someone like essentially like a patent troll, right? Like if someone comes into the situation, they say, oh, Christian Brindle Insurance Services isn't trademarked. 
I'm going to trademark it really for the sole purpose of just suing Christian. It's my understanding that if that gets elevated to the court of law, and it is very blatant like that, that the judge has actually a pretty high probability of ruling in your favor. They're going to look at the situation and say, well, you know what, Christian, you're an idiot for not trademarking it sooner. However, this is his business. This isn't your business. You really are just suing to try to make an income on the lawsuit. We're going to go ahead and award the trademark to Christian. Christian, you have to pay a fine. So... That is that anything that you have you is that are you on the same page with me with that? Like, is that how yeah. you think it would work from my I mean, my my understanding mm. is probably more limited than yours. But um, well, I am a I am a lawyer. So you, <laughs> <laughs> not, and all disclaimers go out the window. <laughs> um, I passed the bar. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, the mini bar, the little bar. I, I, I have a mini bar in my house. That's what I meant, officer. Yeah. <laughs> um, real lawyer. That's what I meant. Um, I I drink at the bar. I go to the bar to drink. I didn't pass the bar. Duh. Duh. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's been my understanding too, just based on my limited knowledge. I mean, I just feel like, you know, I think every situation is unique and every situation is kind of taken um, at, you know, with, with, you know, just looking at the circumstances. And I think that's what I've come to understand too. So I, I, but, but I do think it just prevents you from someone trademarking it, maybe not even realizing that you have that name. Um, And then it gets into like a, a legitimate dispute. I, so I want to, I want to go into like a, a rapid question round. Like I want to, I'm going to give you situations and I want to know what your thoughts on, like, should this person trademark or should they not? Okay. okay. So brand new agent just got licensed. They're independent. They do technically have a company name. Maybe they have nothing else. No website, no, no brick and mortar. Should they trademark their company name? Yes or no? I would say no. I would argue for no. Um, I agree. And, and I'll, I'll kind of expand a little bit as to why I would say no. And I'm sure, I'm sure that we're in agreement as to the reason, but I just feel like at that point you don't have a business to protect yet. Correct. Yeah. It's, you have a pre-revenue business. So spending, having an expense where you might not even be able to cover that expense because you're so broke because you just started a new business like most people are when they start a new business. Why would you Why would you allocate those funds to protect a trademark that has almost no value? So yeah, I agree with you. Now, question two in this rapid round, how much is a trademark? For someone listening, I kind of have an idea in my head. I could totally be wrong, but what's your understanding on the average cost of filing for a trademark? I think it depends on the complexity of the trademark. From what I've gathered from my own understanding, which as I mentioned is limited. Um, but I, I think like if someone just did it online, it could be like 500 to a thousand bucks. But I, I, yeah. I think if it's like in a dispute, like the one we were talking about before, then you have like lawyers involved and like it gets, gets much more right. ugly and hairy. That was my understanding as well, though, is that if you're like trying to do it yourself, you know, I, at literally from I talked to my attorney about trademarking because of this whole agency versus agency fight that we saw. Um, 
And yeah, so I'll have to obviously pay billable hours on top, but I don't think it's wildly expensive. So that is one thing. I just, I wanted to dispel that myth. I think that's part of the reason why I wanted to ask that question, because I think there's some agents out there or or maybe some of our listeners that are like, well, I haven't trademarked yet because it's crazy expensive. No, it 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 doesn't have to be. It can be. And if obviously if you end up in a lawsuit, it gets really expensive really fast. Right. hundred percent. I mean, and I think that's like kind of the, what, what that, that's like the worst case scenario I think you can end up in, um, for something like that. And I think like there, there, the argument for naming it after your, your, your name, you know, like my father's company was called Brindle Insurance Group. Now, could there be another Brindle Insurance Group out there? Yes, but not likely, right? My company was just took it even a step farther. It was Christian Brindle Insurance Services when I first created it. I was pretty young when I when I created the corporation, and um, but we never changed it because it, the brand became so well known with right. our clients and recognizable and everything like that. So it just seemed like even if if I could do it all over again, would I? If even if, if I would have picked a different name, we 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 don't go forward with changing it because. I feel like it just wrecks all the branding we've done, but I think it just, it's a name that why would anyone want it? That's what I think about, you know, like, unless you bought yeah. the business from me, right? Um, but you're not me. You're never going to be me. It, it, it is. It's almost like its own version of a trademark, right? Like doing your, using just your name, because again, you know, the chances of someone, if it was Glenn Shelton insurance services, like the chance of someone who wanted to fight me for that name is probably pretty low. Like that would be a wild coincidence. It's possible, right? It's possible. There's another Christian Brindle out there and he wants, by the way, and he's an insurance agent in the Medicare space. And my my goal, like when I, when I, when I first started and I had no online presence, I would Google myself and he would come up first, just random pictures of this dude off of his Facebook account. I'm like, I'm going to bury you. Anytime somebody Googles Christian Brindle, they'll never find you. It might be page 45 or something that you come up. That was my goal. And I think we've accomplished this goal <laughs> because I, sh- I should check right now, see if I can find him. I on- win. I <laughs> won the algorithm. It's I think, over. I think I'm just like stupidly competitive sometimes, like just for dumb things. Um, I mean, that's a fair one to you want to compete for, right? Here we go. Oh, absolutely. Brindle Insurance Services. But just Christian Brindle. Okay, so Christian Brindle. No, no sign of the imposter. Sandy, Utah. Oh, there you are. No sign YouTube of the YouTube videos imposter. hitting. Look at that. So first just, page dominated the first page. It must suck to be him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, now the problem is, oh, is that, no, that's where, you. Where, yeah, where? that's all, you, everything's this you. This is me. This is me. This see, is me on dude, the Heroes website. So search my name, watch. Oh, nice. Look at you. We're giving you props on page two, bro. All right, do Glenn Shelton though, watch. See, this is my problem. <laughs> Celebrity. I know. I should trademark my name and sue this guy. He's probably already <laughs> trademarked. Force him to change his name. Like, sorry, like, dude. I wonder how, so I wonder, there you are. See, you're there. You, you fall. You, you, I'm you there. Fall. I'm there. And like, if you go to the first page, I'm on the first page. I mean, I'm right there, but. But it's not like the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. I do wish that 
So, you know, this is an example of your personal brand could be, it, it could get hijacked, you know? Right, right. By and someone then, more famous than you. Another example is like um, our friend of the show, Justin Thomas. There's a golfer. And oh, yeah, him. Justin. Yeah, he's so, like, pretty famous too. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's one where like his name is a little tricky. You know, with well, that. what like, isn't isn't the move though using your middle name? Isn't that the move? Yeah, I think it would be. I mean, Justin. Hey, Justin, what's your middle name? That's your move. There you go. Yeah, yeah. But like, Solved. but yeah, like that was just like a dumb thing of mine. But like when I first started to develop an online presence, I'm like, I don't want this dude. I want him to basically be invisible, like he doesn't exist. You know, like his friends and family Google him and they're like, Oh, like, like what we just saw when we Googled Glenn Shelton and the singer, like they'd be like, yeah. Oh, this guy, you know, this guy's a celebrity. He has my name kind of thing. That's how I wanted this other guy to feel. Right. Um, <laughs> you are the country singer. I'm, I'm the yeah. loser or the, the golfer, got, I'm yeah. the country singer or the golfer. I got dominated. It's <laughs> over guys. <laughs> to be fair, my, my competition was much easier to win because this guy was, literally nobody from my understanding i stalked him um destruction destruction um to get back to the insurance side of things so anything else about the agency versus agency battle that we saw that you feel like we should talk about again you yeah. know where we are we want to be respectful to the agents and the agencies that were involved in this yes. trademark dispute. So like we have, we're not going to, you know, you might know who we're talking about just by listening or watching this. We're not going to mention anyone by name, but um, it's a, I think it's a valid learning experience for everybody, right? Like I think mm -hmm. everyone who saw this um, can learn from the situation. So I'm curious if there's anything else about it that you want to kind of mention or go over before we wrap up uh, episode three. I think the main thing is that I think it's just, you know, when you're branding and when you're trying to lay the groundwork of a brand, um, the biggest lesson for me was like thinking about all the work that went into solidifying that brand with that agency that it ultimately ended up having to stop using it um, and having to pivot to a different name in a multitude of different facets of what they do. Um, I just imagine like years and 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 lots of money, time, and effort that went into basically establishing that brand and making it well known basically gets erased almost. And you know, having that's to, a big investment, right? That's a big yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. It hurts, you know. And um, and so I I think I think that's what needs to be thought about. I think like ultimately, anytime you're you're growing a business, you want to build the brand along with it. That should be hand in hand, but I think it's really um, imperative when you really start to aggressively grow that brand and it's just such a focus of your business. So that that would be my the thing that I would be thinking about if I was trying to take something away from the situation. Yeah, I think, um, you know, again, I, I don't think everyone has to trademark their brand, especially right away. Yes. I would advise against it for brand new agents. So that's, you know, I, it's a miscellaneous expense when you're brand new. Like it just, it, it doesn't make sense to make that. Now, when you're looking at it from an, an investment standpoint, protecting your investment in your brand, then it makes all the sense in the world. If you're going to be putting tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars behind your brand, 
why would you not trademark? It's kind of insane at that point. So I right. just want it to make sense. Um, something that's kind of a sidebar of this, that's not directly related, but we are talking about like what you name your company. The Florida thing, I think is worth mentioning as well. Have you yes. heard about, yeah. Have you heard about what's going on with the, Medicare. you can't, yeah, I want to say that your agent, if you haven't changed your, if your name says Medicare in your agency name, so if you're like, you know, Medicare Mama, and, and that's your agency name, Medicare Mamas, and you're in Florida, I heard they're going to terminate your agency license if you haven't gotten rid of Medicare. And it's only Florida right now, but maybe some other states are looking at doing it too, I think, I heard. Yeah. I, what what um, have you heard? I've heard the same thing. Um and I've heard that like for years it's been encouraged not to use Medicare in your agency name and people just don't listen, you know, like, but it's mostly been encouraged by people that were like compliance police, you know, like that really nobody gives a shit what they think anyway. Um, but it turned out to be one of those things that you probably should have listened on. Um, a dead clock's right twice a day. And, um, and, and this was one of those times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but no, I, I think, um, think it's just got to do it. You know, it's like what we talked about um, in one of our previous episodes recently about right. compliance. Like you just, you just have to do your best to abide by the rules. And, and it's just going to basically guarantee that you never get terminated or lose your license or yeah. get in big trouble with a DOI yeah. or a carrier or CMS. Like you just don't need that. Like, and it sucks, but it's not a battle you can win no matter who you are. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I have heard the same thing and I, I just think I'm not surprised. I, I was actually surprised. I remember, I remember a very vivid memory thinking even a couple of years ago that I was shocked at how many agencies were using Medicare in their name. Cause I was always taught that that was a no, no. Um, but it, I just, I guess it just wasn't really enforced and now state of florida is the first one to step up and being like yeah we're gonna enforce this and so yeah and i think the trend's gonna continue for sure no. i i think um you'll probably start to see more and more state dois get behind it and this was one of those things you guys that's been talked about for a long time that i did put stock in because it why would you like why would you want to run the risk of being like hey this person said they were from medicare you know, right. like it just it just made sense to me that they would crack down on it. So, yeah, I think so. Check with your state do, DOI. You know, I, I I thought I heard there's some states that were considering pulling the same trigger in the sense of creating this rule where you cannot have Medicare in your name. Otherwise, they will get rid of your agency license. Right. So, um, again, it kind of goes back to branding. And if you're going to invest in the brand, why would you want to invest in something that could be misconstrued as being directly working with the government or being with Medicare. And all of a sudden, I mean, seriously, that I'm at that that's what scares me the most or, or what I feel bad about the most is the agencies out there that have invested tons of money into their brand. And now they've got to get rid. I mean, oh, there's an agency I'm thinking of right now um, in Missouri. They have Medicare in their name. You know, the one yeah. I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, and they've spent some money on that brand, I'm sure. And it's like, what happens? What happens when the state comes knocking and says, you got to change your name? Sorry. Yep. Yep. I mean, one thing that just popped into my mind is like, 
you always hate to see double standards in anything, but right. how, I mean, then you have an e-health that owns medicare.com. Yeah, right. How is yeah. that allowed? How is that? I don't okay? know. Yeah, that's that. The, I remember when I first saw those letters, Literal. the letters that they send out, it literally looks like it's coming from CMS. I mean, it looks. Yeah. And I was like, you're telling me that's not from actual Medicare. I'm like, that's insane. So check, check this out super quick. Powered by eHealth. Medicare.com. Well, like that's that's a lot better than the last time I looked at this website. I'll tell you that because the last time I looked at this website, it looked very much so like it was Medicare, like Medicare.gov. I mean, it's clean, I, it's simple. I I got a new computer for a new employee the other day, and I was I was setting some things up on it. Um, my 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 staff did most of it, but then I was just doing some of it after after hours, and everybody left went home. Um, and I, I was putting in medicare.gov as a bookmark and I accidentally went to medicare.com. I was like, oh, I'm like these, I'm like these cheeky bastards. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'd forgotten that that uh, was a thing. I knew yeah. it was a thing, but I had just forgotten about it. And it's like, it's, it's funny. You know, you just got to wonder like who's getting a check, a blank check on it that says, write whatever you want in it. We're going to keep this website. Well, yeah, I wonder, I would be really curious to know, like, from the state point of view in Florida, how does how does the Florida DOI feel about this issue, right? Because if eHealth is doing business in Florida, which I'm assuming they are, right? They gotta be. How do they feel about Medicare.com? <laughs> Medicare.com. Medicare.com. Like, like, are you kidding me? That's like, as bad as it gets. Ron DeSantis, if you want my vote, Freaking take down eHealth and Medicare.com. Like it's that simple to get my vote. I don't get it. It doesn't, yeah. Talk about double standards for sure. And that, yeah. that's how a lot of these compliance rules have felt like, right? I mean, yeah. When you have these giant companies that essentially don't follow them at all. And they found and 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 they found legal loopholes essentially where they feel protected to exploit the rules where, you know someone else is violating the rules that's not them right yeah that's what yep. this whole e-health that medicare.com that's that's bonkers medicare.com medicare.com not affiliated with medicare directly you know i have had several conversations over the years with members who have thought through an advertisement or something along those lines that e-health was medicare like like that they said like what is e-health? Like I've had somebody, I've had so many, that question asked to me so many times, what is e-health? Um, that's Medicare, right? Like they, they are Medicare. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, they're like, an, they're brokerage like us. And they're like, I think they're Medicare. I'm like, no, they're not. And it probably Medicare. came, it was probably from their mind. Cause again, like I keep thinking about those letters, those letters, like it says Medicare really big up in the left-hand corner. And then it's just like, hey, we need to review your plan, blah, 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 blah. And then, and if you just glanced at it, you'd be like, oh, that came from Medicare. Like that came from CMS. Mm -hmm. Like, and then if you look closely, it's, it, it might say something like what we just saw, where it's like, powered by eHealth. eHealth <laughs> is actually the one that's reaching out. You know, I mean, yeah. And again, they're 
just see, it seems like a loophole that's been exploited in my opinion, but maybe, I don't know, maybe everything is technically by the rule book because they have e-health in there. And so it counts. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Seems, seems like a double standard. Final thoughts on this yeah. topic, Mr. Shelton. I think it's smart to get an attorney involved early in your business. If there's anything that I think I've done well uh, in my own business is I, I've gotten an attorney involved early to create documents for me, whether it's contracts with clients, contracts with business partners, terms of service agreements, like understanding my liability for specific situations. And this just kind of falls under like the entire umbrella, in my opinion, like have a conversation with your attorney about trademarking. Maybe he'll advise against it. Maybe he'll say you should have already done it. Maybe he can do it all for you and it won't cost you that much. Um, but I think it's worth, if there's anything I've learned, like it's worth having the conversation. Even if you have to pay the attorney for their time, spend the 15, 30 minutes, have the conversation, see what sort of protection you might be missing out on that they can help you with. That's my final thoughts. Christian, final thoughts trademarks, branding. What do you think? Medicare.com. What do you think? Medicare.com. I think that, um, yeah, I mean, I would say my final thoughts guys is just make sure that I think you time it right because like Glenn said, you do it too early. It's just a waste of your money and resources. Right. And I think if you waste too much of your money and resources early on, on things you don't need to be spending your money on, it can maybe even prevent you from making it right. Right. Like, and, um, so, I mean, that's a scenario that needs to be talked about, um, similar to incorporating, you know, some people say you should incorporate right off the bat. I'm not, I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world if you can. If you're a, if you're a personal producer, I mean, you can literally just do like a 1040 schedule C, you know, like you don't have to even have an LLC right away for sure. Like I, I did not, and I'm not saying that I did it perfect. But I didn't incorporate, I think, until I was three or four years in, probably year, probably three years in. To, to it was my, about twelve. It was about twelve months for me. My first year, I didn't, I wasn't incorporated. Yeah. So like, and I'm, and and again, I'm not saying I did everything perfect. I because I was kind of figuring things out as I went, like many people are. Right. I just feel like, but if you are building a brand and a reputation around a name and you really start to catch some momentum, trademark is very important. Um, so I just think timing it is going to be vital. Don't yep, want to do it too I agree. early. Don't want to do it too late. I agree. I think timing is everything. It's everything. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, if you guys Thanks. like Taco Tuesday, subscribe. Five-star reviews on podcast platforms. Thank you for listening or watching our show. Robot producer signing <laughs> off. Inside joke. By the way, that's if 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 anybody wants a full 45 minute episode on that again, we'll do it. Just let we're us gonna, know. Post in the comments. We're going to keep asking for that one. <laughs> we'll keep asking until we get it. One of these. Yeah. Days. But all right, guys, we'll see you next time. Adios.